pasta sauce? No. Okay, so so here's the thing. Here's the thing. If it's not homemade pasta sauce, there or like from a really good re- Italian restaurant, it's a pretty good chance that that sauce is undercooked. The sauce dun, that dun, made dun. from home is undercooked. No, like the 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 not homemade sauce. Oh, the jar sauce, yeah. Like if it's, it's probably a lot of preservatives and not if it's not from like a really good Italian restaurant, like a really good one, or if it's like I said, not homemade, it's probably undercooked, and that's probably why you're having really bad heartburn because tomatoes are mad acidic, mm-hmm. and when you, I don't know if you, I don't know if you know this. Stop me if you do. <laughs> like uh, if you cook tomatoes for a long time, then stew them down, they get sweeter, and they get to break down their natural sugars, and then you don't need to add sweetener in it, and it you don't. And you don't get that heartburn as well. Wait, so I always like put my pasta sauce on the stovetop to get it like boiled up and everything uh-huh. for a small amount of time. I have it on low heat. Mm-hmm. Am I supposed to add something to it other than? I just let it go for like an hour. An hour? Yeah. I'm mad impatient. Yeah, I, I let it go for an hour. Like, Because because I noticed working when I worked at a pe- at, at Hotbox, when I worked at a pizza place, well, I already said it, Um, they didn't cook the sauce until it was on the pizza which i didn't realize like was just a cardinal rule of pizza like i guess i never noticed or put it put two and two together like the 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 pizza sauce is supposed to cook in the oven on the pizza so but it doesn't cook all the way through as much and i realized working at a pizza place where i would eat more pizza you know in my normal everyday life i would get mad bad heartburn um that makes sense now and i was like i said watching you know cooking videos and whatnot and learning you know more and more stuff and yeah when you cook tomatoes down more they break down their sugars and it's sweeter and you don't have to it, it's not going to give you heartburn it's not and and literally every time i've made my own red sauce is the only time i've ever had red sauce and have not had heartburn and i'm like son of a bitch oh wow. also welcome to spicy magic vibes everyone it's it, a new day so the a first 20 week. minutes of this podcast was just talking about dinners how you're pretty and how you should have your pasta sauce all right so yeah we're <laughs> not a, gonna talk about it any further it's a it's a side episode about music but yeah if you have some italian food you know queries you know that there's a there's one for there's an answer for you that might help you out um like why why do i have heartburn whenever i eat red sauce boom that's why Probably Why does it burn with IP? Because um, you're not paying up to sex. <laughs> or Bad. both. Both answers. Both answers. Pee after sex. <laughs> <laughs> Bo- both both plumbings. All plumbings. Make sure you floss. All plumbings Once need a day. to pee after sex. Just because <laughs> you, you don't want accidental soldiers to be in reserves um, trying to be on some motherfucking Rogue One Star Wars story shit. And clip in your her, nails. In her cervix. Um. Yes, and clip your nails. <laughs> this uh, has been a public no, service announcement. No white, fellas. No white, and make sure you're rounded off. Tips for the, tips for the homies. Tips anyway, for the homies. so I, I know how I'm a transition into this music episode, even though I kind of mentioned it already. I, I used to work at Hotbox Pizza. Hotbox Pizza was based out of Bloomington originally, Yum. and grew across the state as a stoner pizza culture place, and. They always would have Hotbox Radio playing when I worked in the restaurant. And it was always a mix of, like, hip-hop, old, like, ska. And by old, I mean mid-90s, uh, <laughs> a.k.a. Topeka Ska. Um, and 
12 to 15 covers of No Woman, No Cry. <laughs> oh, my God. And then some and then some gorillas sprinkled in. Gorillas and the like. That makes me happy. Also, ska music, man, that's been around since, like, the 70s. It, like, shortly started after, like, punk was kind of starting up. I feel like, though, everybody... I, the only times I ever hear about ska music, though, is when someone in the 90s was in a ska band. Um, that's, I, what, that's the only reason I, I, I say it's I feel like that's when it peaked. Reminder, no doubt. Definitely not quite ska, but also ska. Also, mid to late 90s, early 2000s. <laughs> kind of in that range. Uh, I'm a little warm. <laughs> I uh, I don't mind white people ska, but uh, OG ska is pretty sick when you come across it. But it's you can't ever find it. I I I will definitely try to find some. T- this episode is going to be um, about Tenna's favorite music. Oh, and that list isn't technically my favorite music, but it's, it's up something there. I wanted to listen to. Like she she gave me some music, um, so some suggestions of some new music of hers that she really likes, and I listened to some of it, and we'll talk about some of it later. But the, really, this is going to be about the type of some of the music that Tenna is into. We're going to there's no way you can fit one person's entire musical taste nah, into one episode. There's so no way. this is just going to be like a part one, a part a, 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 a alpha version, um, a tennis favorite music, fire red and leaf green sort this of version. It's going to be fun. I love this. All right. So we want to begin. So like what? So I was going to say, so I was about to be like, Tenna, what is music? Um, I'd say. <laughs> You ever had water? <laughs> oh my gosh! Ah, it's my callback now. <laughs> <laughs> what, what is music? Um, but I guess the question I'm gonna ask you is: There's a bit that Aziz Ansari has in one of his stand-up specials where his cousin—he says his cousin just turned 18, so he just started listening to music. <laughs> um, I'd say, when did you, quote unquote, first start listening to music to the point where you were like, I gotta start? Like maybe writing some of this shit down because I want to listen to this by myself type. Easy. I got it. First time I heard Linkin Park, it was a commercial for uh, fucking, you know, those compilation CDs they used to sell for like 30 bucks. Oh, shit. Like like commercials come on in the middle of the night. Or in the middle of the day. Or in the middle of the day. Sorry, my brother. You got to buy your own. That's for the black folks. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm not sorry. But there was one for like uh, just like alternative hits, bleh, uh, and like Lincoln Park and POD. But I heard that Lincoln Park. Oh fuck the POD, oh, the slow P-O- motion dark blue crawling in. Yep. Yeah. Oh, oh my god, I know you know exactly what I'm talking what about. Oh fuck, used to come on Cartoon Network. Oh my god, those two specific bands did some like so. Obviously, I love Lincoln Park. I have a Lincoln Park tattoo because I am a virgin. Uh, <laughs> I love Lincoln Park and I remember when Chester was like still alive people were always giving me shit about it and then he died and everyone's like that's right motherfuckers no one gave me shit about this tattoo rest in peace Chester R.I.P. man I fu- that fucked me up that broke my heart um, New Metal definitely did something for my brain I mean I definitely I as a little kid my mom always played Selena uh, a lot of Frank Sinatra so there's a lot of cl- conflicting things in my brain uh, Frank Sinatra mad races <sighs> Mad talented. Fly me to the moon, but leave the niggers on earth. <laughs> <laughs> he really didn't like black people. He was a really bad person. We don't talk about it. I get a kick out of you because you're white. No, I'm kidding. He had sex with Mia Farrow and abused her. In an airplane bathroom. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
laughing because it's funny. We're referencing community. We're killing it right now. So. Okay. So. It was a show reference. But like growing up, like my mom played a lot of like, she loved Madonna and she loved uh, Tracy Chapman. Uh, Definitely like my mom, like my mom played music that says, hey, my mom did too much acid. (laughs) My mom didn't do acid. Her mom maybe did too many drugs. My mom definitely, like, she was born in, like, 69, so I heard, like, a lot more. Yeah, (laughs) I know. But, like, so, like, you think about that era of music that kind of just gets influenced. So I remember getting kind of into that. um, But, obviously, like, Spice Girls, um, Mm -hmm. Backstreet Boys. Right, right. More in sync. Mm Mm-hmm. Britney all day. Listen to lots of Britney. But I remember turning 13 and I'm like, I have to know what this is. <laughs> <laughs> this little burgery chubby thing I am and I just wanted to listen to fucking metal and Nickelback. Ew. I miss when people loved Nickelback and then I don't remember what happened, but then just all of a sudden, to me, like, it just seemed like all of a sudden everybody hated it. But people used to fucking love them some Nickelback. You know what? I think we got tired of the same power chords. You know? This is how you remind me that you have no range. Oh, damn. <laughs> Come on, man. They're not breaking Benjamin. I'm kidding. Oh, my God. I didn't mind breaking Benjamin, but the I remember Obsessed with Lincoln Park listened to a lot of Destiny's Child, a lot of Mary J. Blige. Huh. You had, to, you had to say that shit and enunciate. Enunciate. Blige. I and Britney Spears and Christina Aguilera. Those were like that was my big pile. And I just there's something very weird about new metal doing something to my motherfucking brain. I don't know why, but it just like, hey, are you sad and angry? I'm like, I am puberty. I'm just like now now I know new metal strictly through Lincoln Park. Mm-hmm. And maybe I'm sure if you named like another Corn. band. Like I know a couple corn songs. I was gonna say, yeah, it's re- I really don't know a lot outside of Lincoln Park. Um, Deftones. Okay, like I said, I've I've heard a couple songs, but like I, like when I went to Link, when I saw Lincoln Park in Chicago, I knew the words to every song. Like so I could have, like if if Chester or Mike was like, oh no, I fucked up my voice, and I, are there any fat black people from Indianapolis that are theater majors that also <laughs> like anime that know all the words of the songs? <laughs> I could come up here. It would have been me, like me and like four other people. And then we had to had a had to have a Josh fight <laughs> to get to for the for the right. Uh I would have been up there with it. Like that's that's and like I said, that's just my level of new metal. Like who what what other bands like in new metal? And like what well, I guess first what defines new metal? I already hear. I'm, I'm say, ready. What is what defines new metal and then what to you? Is like your new metal core for, like I said, for you, and like what, what, why, why is it, why does it get you so jazzed? Okay, we don't even have to dive into aesthetics because it's a lot of a lot. I've noticed a lot of new metal bands. Um, a chunk of them do come from California, so a lot of them do favor big giant jinko jeans, um, definitely trip pants, also tra- Adidas tracksuits, and then occasionally you get some punk plaid pants. Uh, lots of spiky hair, lots of eyebrow rings, uh, lots of tattoos. I said are. besides Linkin Park, Tina. <laughs> I'm literally naming off all these bands. Some of these bands had dreads and they were Latino. It's fine. But okay, so what makes a new metal band? So I'm going to tell you. So we're going to start with lots of bass with the like... Um, I can't uh, like definitely some distortion to it. I can't. I need, I need my husband in here to help me with the music 
speak knowledge words. <laughs> Anywho. You got this. Oh, God. It's a certain way you turn up your pedals and your, 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 your cab and you make it sound grungy, but not quite grungy. But there's a certain way bass hits like... So uh corn has like a So like think just like a punch but of your emotions but with bass and then uh lots of fucking symbols that are just fucking so corn had uh symbols that had holes in it and it was so fucking sick but there's a certain way that new metal hits along with the bass happening at the same time it's very just like push you in a fucking wall I'm mad at my stepdad Greg <laughs> <laughs> All right, now I have a question. And I don't want to sound ignorant with this. Ignorant. Is Limp Biscuit new metal? Correct. Okay, because I was going to say. I have me, more to this. Because I was going to say, to me, the only way I can distinguish it if it's new metal or not is if it gives me the energy of break stuff. Oh, so if, good. I was going to say, if it makes me like. If it's good, like, I'm going to kick open this door entrance music for white people to drink energy drinks. Bang! Like, <laughs> that's Monster to me, energy, yes. Like, that's to me, that to me is new metal. And that's the only way I can decide. If, like, if I listened to that and I was like, yeah, I'll bust your door down to this with a Monster Energy drink with some white folks. Yeah, this is new metal. But, like, it's sorry. not quite what, what like kickflip skateboarding music. It's more of like, I'm going to use my skateboard to break down this door. And you're going to stop treating my mom this way. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, but Fuck. the most signature part of a new metal band, obviously, we have our leading man, our, like, the, what's that thing? The front. front the frontman. The frontman, the man who does the fronting. Mm -hmm. Obviously, we have to have a good, like, singer, and there's going to be someone rapping, just a smidgel. Or maybe not at all, but I want to hear either, like, hard, grungy voices, or we're going to have, like, punk, metal-sounding voices mixed in with, like, somebody possibly rapping their best. But aside from that, I better fucking hear a DJ doing that. Yeah. I was going to say it is a significant part. If I don't hear fucking sick riffs, heavy bass, double bass drums, and a does it even count as new metal? The answer is no. Does it POD Christian new metal bands happened oh my god latinos with dreads and one black guy in there uh happened i didn't know that was their that was their breakdown what that's crazy oh yeah i mean that's awesome but that's crazy like, most of lincoln park jewish I, I and asian. asian it's asian and jewish didn't know jewish but like man that's so crazy about pod i just remember seeing all those commercials it was always like the it, they would always show like System of a Down and Breaking Benjamin and like in Three Days Grace and oh uh, System of a Down now System of a Down technically I guess would be new metal but they're because they have sick bass wonderful double like drumming happening but you have a mother flipping opera singer ah uh, surge screaming disorder did something to me. I just wanted to fight the man oh my gosh. <laughs> So new metal definitely has a significant part, but then you go to my contrast where I am an emotional horny mess and I'm going to listen to Dangerously in Love by Beyonce and I'm going to listen to like a lot of Mary J. Blige, No More Drama. Yes. As <laughs> as referenced in our other music episodes. I love episode, that so no much. No More Drama. Oh my God. Um, And of course, but not quite new metal, not quite R&B. R.I.P. Avril Lavigne. Yeah, she's still alive, but is she? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she hasn't 
I feel like she hasn't been, you know, trying to be out in the spotlight. But now she's on TikTok and she's kind of doing references to her old self. She's doing more pop punk stuff. And I really love it. That I feel I was going to say, I feel like pop punk was one of your vibes. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You're the weird thing, though. I didn't get super into like my chemical romance, which is like not it's not pop punk. I feel like that's more emo sounding theater. I mean, I was going to say I I very much will put my MC, I, I will very much put mcr in that exact my chem the MC, like into yeah, a yeah. pop they punk. they headlined a concert with panic in indie here i want to say or it was somewhere <gasps> in the midwestern oh i got a charlie horse that hurts Ooh, stretch stretch drink some water drink some water and stretch i need water help we're gonna have to cut this <laughs> we were talking about pop punk my chemical romance is definitely pop punk and the thing is stuff like pop punk like I didn't get into it until like after high school, which is interesting because a lot of my friends were super into it and I wasn't. I liked Same. I liked Avril and I like I kind of liked Green Day and did not like that much. But I knew who like Fallout Boy was and I liked that shit, but uh never went super out of my way until later. That that was me with um MCR and Panic. Like I didn't get into either of them until way later. I knew like one or two songs by Panic. I've definitely been to a lot more butt rock shows than I would care to admit to. All right. So what is butt rock? <laughs> butt rock. Um, I don't want to put Breaking Benjamin in that category, but it's borderline in that area. It's Breaking Benjamin is somewhere between new metal and butt rock. Butt rock. I'm going to put it under Godsmack. Uh, what's another good example of butt rock? Um, do Think about all the chads in your school and what music they liked. I guess I'm trying to like. Um, I need, I need oh, a puddle of puddle of mud. Okay, I was gonna say I need just just shitty bands. No, Buck kidding. Cherry. <laughs> Fucking gross. Okay, okay, so I'm not, so you you what so you're calling it butt rock. I'm gonna call it um working. I'm gonna call it working middle class strip club white people. DJ music between the years of 99 and 2004 correct also also known as dad rock also known as well, actually no dad rock's 80s and i do love some i was like dad, dad rock can get down sometimes yeah i do love the eagles you good homie um do you want me to kind of go into the evolution yes. oh okay Let's talk about the evolution of tennis music taste. So obviously, I think it's really normal with adolescent stuff. You want to like, you just naturally attract to that angry music. You're like, I feel this. But then you get older. You get wiser. There's definitely a weird time because in my early 20s, I think I was listening to a lot of fuckboy music. Um, and I was heavily influenced by people I dated. Like I listened to ugh, fucking juggalo music. I got super into Tech 9 I still every now and then like some old Tech 9 songs, but I am older. And sometimes I hear some old songs and I'm like, ooh, that's problematic. Ooh, like what? Um, so Tech Nine has a song talking about uh, fucking random bitches on the road on a regular basis. But I think there was like a song lyric that was something along the line. I don't know. It was just very aggressive. It was talking about eating someone's b- vagina lips off. What? And then part of me is like, satire. Huh. Same reason I can't listen to Eminem as much now as an adult. And I'm just like, man, you talking about raping your mom. I don't think I can listen right now. Ooh, yeah, that's fair. That happened. It's like I can't I can't I can't handle this right now. 
uh, I listen, like, when you really think back down to it, this is a white dude who's talking about murdering the mother of his child and putting her in the trunk of his car. Why his daughter sits up front. Hey, you know who else did that? Uh, that guy, Chris, who uh, murdered his family. They made a Netflix documentary. <clears throat> there was a lot in that uh, statement there. I don't know what camera I'm looking at. It's not there. <laughs> it's the same one that they use on the Troy Nobbit in the morning. <laughs> we got that same camera guy. Okay, so... Obviously, you ever like hang out with a group of people like let me rephrase. I don't think everybody has this issue, but I definitely have an identity crisis on a very regular basis. So I listen to a lot of music that I thought I would be super into. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say this listening to a like a lot of underground rap led me to a band I really do love. I think I I've sent you information about them before is Mayday. Uh, Mayday Parade. No, Mayday. Uh, just Mayday. Mayday Parade's an emo band. Mayday with an exclamation mark? Yes. Okay. And a Mayday with an upside down, like an upside down exclamation point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they're Hispanic. They're from, they're based out of Miami. And I really enjoy that band. I really enjoy like the lyricism by you have two front men who are rappers. And then you have instrumentals. You have like a drummer uh, who does bongos and shit. Then you have a DJ. Then you have a bass player and a guitar player. It's sick. This sounds like if the Jacksons were Hispanic and today that sounds fucking tight it's fucking sick and they're so fun live and like they make definitely make really good bangers and like there is a part of my brain i don't know if it's biological but if i hear some fucking sick like a little bit of like reggaeton beats or like there's something spanish i do get very excited and i'm like oh yes 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 so i'm gonna give you a recommendation with that there there is a duo um named rodrigo e gabriella and they play um, they have a few covers, but they make a lot of great original music and, um, they both play guitar and sometimes they, and they, sometimes it's classical and I want to say sometimes it's like a Spanish guitar and they fucking smack like it's crazy. I got into them, um, cause I found they did, they did like this dope, just two, um, acoustic, acoustic guitar cover of Stairway to Heaven. Oh, it's fantastic. Um, I'll play it for you after this. Tight. Um, but yeah, it's it's so crazy. So definitely look them up because they definitely have like that, like I said, that 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 Spanish, uh, Spanish. energy. They have like um, so their music Mayday's like it's a little bit of New Jack and a little bit of like rap, and then you have this little Spanish. Ooh, what is New Jack? New Jack? That's like um like thing. Oh, New Jack Swing. Yeah. Okay. I thought you meant. I thought you were talking about like just like there's new metal, and I was like, what is new? I was like, what is new Jack? Jack? Is it in you, Jack? I, yeah, I was like, I literally thought you were there. I was like, what is Jack to wear? New Jack sounds like it would be like a warehouse uh, metal, but like a little less douchey. Okay. Oh, I thought this was New Jack Swing. Never mind. So this is okay. This no, is I was joking. Oh. No, that I'm okay. So for Mayday, yeah, it's a little bit of New Jack Swing, a little bit of R&B and rap, and a little bit of like reggaeton stuff. Okay. Boom. That That's tight. I'm going to find more of their stuff because I'm not going to lie. I've listened to a couple songs, but couldn't pick up on that yet. Maybe I just listened to the wrong ones. Maybe. Fuck. Possibly. Okay. Um, but now I feel like as I've gotten older and more into my taste, I love two specific kind of things right now. I really enjoy um, indie rock music that might have like a lot of like noodling. Um, okay. You know what noodling is? Yeah, right? yeah. Just fucking it's like. Around. Dee-dee-dee-dee. It's just like cute sounding guitar sounds. It sounds like fairies would listen to this, but also uh, just 
I don't know, vibe. So it's a lot of that. And then I go over to like my weird alternative R&B area, mm-hmm. which started with the weekend because yes, I've had sex. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> okay. I listen to the weekend because yes, I have sex. But like the weekend kind of opened a window and a door and okay. also some legs to some really great R&B. So I think I listed off Brett Fayez. Yeah. Oh, uh, who else did I list off to you? You Pop- listed off you listed off um Brent Fias, some Amalu, oh. some Hoopla, some Joji. So Joji is so horny, but also say, so sad. I was gonna say the so the ones that I listened to that I gravitated to the most first were were Brent Fias and Joji that you had sent me. Um because I had heard them through both of them I had heard on other people's songs. Yeah. Which I love doing like I feel like Brent Fiaz, um, people, if they don't listen to him, they probably know him from, um, if you listen to hip hop at all, there, um, there's a Gold Link song called Crew that was very famous, and he was a feature on that song. It's the, she see money all around me. Mm, yeah. That song. Oh, my God, that song hits. And then. Uh, there's something about the that type of singing. Mm-hmm. It's not quite, it's like a little bit of vibrato, but it's like very sensual. It's 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 definitely like some Throaty we sex. just hanging out in my room and I'm trying to s- swoon you swoon you slash please let me just eat it I'm like okay it's very it's it's please can we go to homecoming together like energy. it's whatever the opposing energy of SZA is but like still on the same level does the that make same, sense the same like it's the yin to SZA's yang mm. Brent Fayez does something to my brain he he's dope. Yeah, and then, it's really good cruising music on a sunset day. I was gonna say, I that's literally I was listening to it on a Sunday, just vibing around, uh, a little a little toasty, but it was it was definitely like a vibe. Like he, uh, so so much of his music, like the first, the, like one of the albums I listened to, it 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 was like borderline a conceptual album, but it it gave me like it it was teetering almost like it was maybe like a little inspired by good kid man city mm-hmm. in terms of how it was put together like how i had like just the way the skits were but there were just there was so much like that he had a song on there called la that was just like a whole ass instrumental breakdown song and it was beautiful and i was like fuck yeah i'm glad this is on i'm glad i ran into this like this was this was such this was such a dope song um and you don't get music like that as much now. Where it's like it's it's obviously lots of work was put into that. Yeah. But he's made it seem effortless. Like the emotions and the fact that the kind of beats you're, you're putting out over just like mm-hmm. very I don't even know how to describe the lyricism of it, but it's very vague and specific to a part of my brain that is just like Seshua. But also like how do I describe it? A little bit of like a little narcissism, but I'm not mad about it. I don't know. There's it's art. To, it's it's art. It's, it's art. art, 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 art artists that got we have to be by definition a tiny bit like narcissistic. narcissistic. Like I'm, I just don't want to be a dick to the people I love. Yeah. Yeah. I just want to use my narcissism for good. <laughs> <laughs> if I had to describe the the taste, like Amalu is also um, kind of an alternative R and B artist from I think the UK. Uh, one, this bitch is beautiful. She's got a like bottom grill fang thing. Oh, yeah. oh my God. Just, I couldn't stop listening to her for a week. It was just so good. How do you, how would you describe when you heard Amalu? I, I was just sitting down and then I was, it was, it was just like, if I had to describe it, it was like the smoothest 
like jazzy R and B. It was like a teal that was smooth and it didn't move too fast. And I know that sounds weird, but it was very calming and just vibey. Like that's that's what the color teal does for me. Ooh. Ooh. All those like so all those artists give me this feeling, like the golden hour, that like summersetty dusky yeah purpley pink yes. skies obviously i'm obsessed with clouds right now and i'm just like vibing and listening to r&b on my longboard <laughs> i feel like a dickhead but i don't care <laughs> i it puts me in such a good mood like i have this summer it was like the first summer out like when i'm vaccinated i'm like i'm fucking ready just to feel so good and i've just been stuck on this like very emotional in-depth music that's just it the way somebody can sing and just like kind of whistles to your little heart you're like i can't do impressions of singing i can only sing by myself in my bathroom or in my car crying hey um, that's fair but something happens to my brain when i hear amalu sing and i'm just like oh that's that's right in my esophagus oh my god it's like <laughs> i had too much peanut butter and it's going down slow but like i'm not mad about it i don't know how to describe that feeling of R&B, it just does such wonderful things. Then Kenny Hoopla, mm -hmm. this is like, I'm about to get in some angsty. This is like, ooh, the sun is down. Let's get into trouble. I'm also sad. Regardless, I'm sad. All the music I like is sad. I was going to say that was that was something I did notice. There was a lot of, there was a lot of like, how, like music that you would listen to to make the hurt hurt more like, <laughs> Hi. Hi. Was, it was a lot of that especially like when i was listening to joji who was like the other person that i i kind of knew looking at that list um that that was very apparent and this is something i, I don't joji know fucks me up i was gonna say i don't know if this is another genre that you're into or not but i wanted to make this comment just because of joji like i've noticed like people that have some sort of like connection somehow to internet releases or people that release like their music on youtube exclusively and through, yeah, yeah or just yeah either exclusively or uh, like a combination type thing there's so much like emotional introspection it, like it feels like a lot of loneliness and i think that's what happens when you have an artist who it's a lot because like yeah. i think a lot of times when we have artists especially gambino somebody who released music on the low key and just kind of saw what happened it's very intimate and the fact that you released it kind of quietly it seems like it was you made this in a in the days of being so fucking depressed and loneliness. And I think that's where my brain goes because I do struggle with like, I very outwardly am very positive, but it kind of like, I don't know. My inside brain is just super sad. We're working on it. I try to express myself. So I just listen to sad music and make comedy. It's, I didn't know that's like now when I was like, sent you the list, I was like, Oh fuck, this is a lot of sad boy music. I mean that's hey. that's fine. I mean that's fair. Like if you, it, sad boy music has its purpose. You know sometimes you know there's there's a saying you know misery loves company and sometimes that company is music instead of a person. You know. Yeah, don't get me wrong. I still like my stripper fight music and pop music. Like I'll put on some Ariana Grande and have myself a time. Yeah, I was gonna say. So you gotta you gotta you gotta rewind. You can't just go past that. You gotta put that shit in reverse, cause <laughs> stripper. Fight music. Yes, and I did let's not. Elaborate. Let's elaborate. Let's elaborate. And also, I did not coin that term. I don't know who did. I think Finn McKinney did, who's also, a, I think I've talked about him before as a YouTube personality. But like stripper fight music, let's do it. Uh, Meg the Stallion, uh, Swahili. Am I saying it wrong? Sweetie. Sweetie. <laughs> good, 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 good. Swahili. Swahili. 
<laughs> I just sounded like a mom. What's her name? Swahili. What's in it? What's in it? Squirtle. <laughs> Doja Cat. I think it would also put in that category as tripper. No, that's not stripper fight music. That's just pop and R and B. But like, definitely think Meg The Stallion. Who wasn't like we've played some ratchet ass shit. Like, like some old Cardi B. Ooh, old Cardi B. Like basically, uh, I will steal your Remy, man. Remy Ma. Remy Ma. Oh, she's great. <laughs> Yeah, she was locked up. She was all. She was. She was. She was down for a little bit, but she out. She out here getting these bars, getting this money. Doing the opposite of Akon. Yeah. <laughs> oh Got locked up. That song is stuck in my head so much. The Akon song. That is that song is genuinely stuck in my head so much. That that song is locked up, <laughs> <laughs> and it's infuriating. I but feel so bad. When I think stripper fight music, um, it's definitely a. Th- things like that's the music i'm putting on when i'm just like oh you forgot who you were talking to excuse me why i take bomb ass selfies and remind you bitch i thought a bitch said what a bitch say what What? but also excuse me why i drop it low pack it up and shake it all about (laughs) (laughs) i twerk 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 like that my best friend that my she better hey Uh. And throw it in a circle, yes, bitch. Camel toe is so fat, you saw it from the back. That's filthy. I love it. <laughs> it's the music you play when your friend is crying about some fucking dude. You're like, bitch, no. We are going to get fucking weird right now. Go get your eyebrows on. Go get some good pants on. Let's just wiggle it out. I was going to say, you never told me to go with my eyebrows on. Oh, you're going to put more eyebrows on, Daryl? Yeah, I was going to say, I'm out here with like some very full eyebrows and lashes. You're living your best life. Fuck off. That's very fair. That's super fight music. Uh, If you're just feeling down and clown, fuck somebody up with your pussy, or you're just trying to dance real hard on your friends. Now, now now Now, with all these sort of playlists, which I would say of these sort of classic playlists that you've or, or or genres of music, which would you say is like the one that, not the one that's like, that not, not the one that like represents. Which one would you say represents its era, the most, if that makes sense? Not the best one, but like the one that's just like oh, so n- easy new metal. You think new metal mm-hmm. that 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 era like was just the most intense with that music? It was the new metal was uh it burned so bright and so quickly Mm -hmm. that's why it's not around that much i will say though i've been noticing an uphill of bands coming out that do kind of remind me of lincoln park or like deftones like code orange is a newer band and they kind of super fucking remind me of new metal just a little different maybe a little less like (laughs) not as much djing not as much djing it's definitely overall like i love seeing this uphill of artists who are releasing music and they are actually super into instruments because that is something that has been worrying me over the years i'm just like nobody i mean it's awesome to have fucking moogs and really cool synth creators and really tight what are those things with the buttons on the uh samplers samplers those are fucking sick and they're super helpful for somebody who wants to create on the spot and doesn't have that ability to learn how to play instruments but there's something so special about seeing bands that kind of remind me of an old era, but they're taking it to the next level. I'm very, as much as I will always reminisce in my new metal days and the time it was with skinny eyebrows, too much eyeliner and my hair swooped, swooped, swooped to the left. I really like seeing artists kind of like, or just like seeing art evolve, seeing art becoming new things because we always have to kind of make 
make way for new things to come. It's got to evolve. It's got to do it if you have to let it go. And I, I get so pivved when I see elitist people about, like, somebody who gets so elitist about one genre. I'm like, baby, shut the fuck up. Mm-hmm. Five Finger Death Punch sucks. Yeah, I was going to say, I, I grew up with too many friends who that was in their, like, top five to ten bands. Like, I lose been so much. Or people who had fucking Chiodos tattoos. <laughs> I know I don't have room to oh, talk because I have a Linkin Park tattoo, but you know uh, Lincoln Park is awesome. Chiodos is gross. Ugh. Ugh. We don't even have to get into it. Now, now I was gonna say with all of the bands that you've mentioned. So let me say all the bands, the genres you've mentioned. Have you ever seen any concerts in these genres? Um. Yeah. Uh, I've seen a lot of butt rock live, unfortunately. Um, I've seen Mayday live a lot. Uh, that, that's a really good show just cause they are a smaller band. Not small. They're like, not like fucking Ariana Grande. I've seen Fall Out Boy live. That's tight. But when they were old, <laughs> I really, really fall out men, fall out men. I don't like that. I've seen MGK live, but it happened. Fuck. They were at the Fall Out Boy concert. <laughs> Where was this? It was at uh, Old National. I missed this one. Uh, Justin uh, got tickets from his work. Uh, We've gotten so much shit from them every now and then. And I got to see, uh, he's like, do you want to go see MGK and Fall Out Boy? I'm like, you had me at Fall Out Boy. I guess I'll watch MGK. But I will give you this. And MGK can put on a fucking show. I'll allow it. He's a Uh, wild boy. I would like to see more artists like Amalu and Brett Fayaz. Like, I want to go, like, so when I first moved to Indy, you offered me to go see the Migos. I didn't know who the Migos were, and I fucked up. Uh, that was a hot-ass day, but that that concert, it, they were the second, they were they were, they opened for Future. Future was the headliner. That's fucking wild. He was way, he had way more frontman energy than I expected him to have. That's tight. Like, based on his music, I didn't expect him to be dancing and doing as much crowd work as he was doing. Just bouncing around, yeah. But, like, yeah, I was like, you're, I was like, motherfucker, you're giving me, like, dead ass. I was like, you're giving me Haley Williams vibes. (laughs) Ooh, I want to say this. Future's beautiful. He's a handsome man. I can't, I can't. He made my dick wiggle, not Daryl's. I was going to say, I can't say that, but he 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 busted in Sierra, so that, oh yeah, that is. I was gonna say that's. that's I love Sierra and Missy. Fuck! How did I not mention Missy Elliott? The same era I was listening to a lot of Mary J. I was listening to a fuck ton of Cypress Hill and also Missy Elliott. I was gonna say there's. I was gonna say we we in real life have talked a fair amount. I was gonna say before about Missy Elliott, um, and just like that sort of era of hip hop too. Like what? Ooh. What 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 is it about Missy that attracts you to her music? I feel like when you have an artist who can build not only like bars the way she does, mm-hmm. along with beats that were just fucking mind boggling. Because she did all her uh, Timbaland did most of her beats, didn't he? Tim, Tim Timbo has some famous Missy beats. Um, I want to say he did, but the those rain. fucking hooks, just the consistency and like. I think that's something that's really common in the late 90s, early 2000s of hip hop. Sometimes songs would go too long and that occasionally happened. But there was just something very special about Missy Elliott. I, I, I miss when songs would go for like a long time. Do I'm you? not going to lie personally. Like just because it was just because they would 
you know, you could play it in the club and you dance a little bit longer. And if the beat was hot, you know, this is letting the beat ride out. You know, California by Tupac also is so long. It's like a seven minute song. Yeah. Correct. I don't know. There's something that Missy Elliott just like that. There's a certain part that most of her songs have that consistent beat. It's like it's like bouncing up steps, and you're just like, oh, I, my butt's ready. So I was gonna say, so fun fact: Missy and Timbo met each other um, working in, with an all-female group. So Missy Elliott was in a all-female R&B group called phase that was renamed sista and timbaland wrote a lot of their music weird um, on their first and only album oh and it's just been it's been hot fucking music ever fucking since you know what missy elliott walked so she could run some more uh, i was gonna pull a lizzo card but i'm like no lizzo's doing really great <laughs> lizzo i loved the song with Missy, because so like, because Missy had put out. So this is something that I noticed. Like I know, I know this is this is this is going. This is supposed to be your episode, but I was gonna say I noticed once Kanye did this thing. I want to say where he made all these people have albums that have seven songs on them because the Grammys only like you only have to go a certain amount of time to be nominated for a Grammy. So he um, was trying to like play to that. And then I want to say Missy Elliott later did like, I think she had like an album that only had like five songs on it. And it was Fuego. Like it was absolutely hot. And this was a part of her like trying to like get, get some, uh, like popping that energy back out, um, popping her energy back out into like the mainstream. She had her song with Lizzo and that was all coming together like at the same time so it was kind of perfect or like the timing the timing just worked out like it, it might not have been at the exact same time but it was um similar enough in in sort of seasons and waves that it made sense mm-hmm. so yeah missy missy does a lot she has cosplayed a lot i want to say they just put her in like i want to say the rock and roll hall of fame i'm not sure i'm not sure but one of those uh all the adidas track suits <laughs> all of them <laughs> I was, that was who Abby was dressed up as and started from the bottom on Bra City. So fun. God, that's one of my favorite episodes. Man, I fucking love Missy Elliott. You know who I wish I listened to more now and I have a pop figure of her is Aaliyah. I love Aaliyah. You have an Aaliyah tattoo. I know. You, but you, but I didn't gotta, listen to her later in life that much. I was going to say, we, we, like, I, that, I, I need to get a tattoo of someone that Damn. I wish I knew is even as much of as you like Aaliyah and mm. queen of the damned like because that i want to say like because the music in that movie was pretty was pretty good too yes it was so so good it's weird to have uh one of the hottest like pop hip-hop artists on there and not she didn't have a one feature song she was just being a sexy vampire that's that's oh man isn't that weird? She that barely had any weird. lines. She was just a sexy vampire. See, that's some. See, that's something that that they they see, see. See, Beyonce couldn't let that happen. No, it definitely would not happen. Every movie she's done, she what has that, a musical bit. There is yep. Pink Panther, that one where she beat up that lady for touching her man. What's that movie called? Uh, I was gonna say I don't remember. I only, wow, I Gold only, Member. That's literally the only song I think of is Goldmember. Solid gold. It's got the Midas touch. 
but he touched it too much. Hey, gold member. Hey, gold, gold member. Gold member, so fine! <laughs> <laughs> so what? what is a... Um, so we talked about music that, you know, started out with, what you've grown into, concerts. What What is music that you wish that you could play? Because I know you play instruments. I Yeah, I'm right now learning guitar. I'm not that great, but I don't care because I like learning. Um, and I'm really enjoying myself. This is nice. Good for me. Anywho, uh, I really want to just... I want to play some pop music, obviously, just because it's easy. But there is something about having a pretty, like, little, like, folksy R&B song. Like, whatever, like, genre is between folksy and R&B. Like, if I took, R- like, SZA. Oh, fuck. There you go. <laughs> I was going to say, it, that, that, <laughs> part, of me was, part of me was like, yeah, that's a punchline. But now I'm thinking about it. I'm like, I mean, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that checks out. <laughs> I, um, when I started my lessons, it, I wanted to focus more on blues. But I was like, this is hard. <laughs> so I jumped over to pop. But um, no, I don't know. If I was to play music, I definitely would want to lean more towards folksy R&B stuff. So the blues. Folksy R&B. Folksy R&B. I'm just like, I just want to sing and like just have a good old time. And there's something very beautiful when you have just like a smooth sailing guitar. You know, I, as much as I respect artists who do crazy shit on a guitar, mm-hmm. like fucking, uh, not, well, black metal's on there. And then there's also like, um, Fuck, I can't remember the name of the genre. But basically, it's all about, like, how fast can I play this guitar? Ooh, this guitar has 17 strings. All right, tight, nerd. Go away. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. I fucking love Rush. I love Rush. Wow, you're the first person under the age of 50 I've ever heard say that. That's not true. You'll meet seven more of them, I promise. Oh, God. <laughs> Wait, you went. You were in part of theater and all these, like, improv groups, and you're telling me right now you haven't met anybody under 50 who loves Rush? The I I said you're the yeah under fifty. That's the first time I've heard that. I'm under and, fifty. Love Rush, and I don't have a dad. Isn't and, that wild? And over fifty, it's been one person. Weird. Rush kicks ass. And they he, are and he does comedy. Like a quarter of I feel like yeah the lead singer of Rush uh, is a hard, Harvard graduate. Um, but dude, there's just something about it. It's like if you took medieval times and put it in the future. What. <laughs> Anywho, my my only my only like I said my my exposure to Rush comes from two places. One is when I did a road show with a comic and we listened to Rush the entire drive there. Oh no! How long was that drive? <sighs> long two, enough. Two to four hours. Oh, that's not that bad. That's long enough. <laughs> that's a long discography. That's long to listen to Rush both ways, and. So, like I said, one, listening to that much Rush in the car with this man, and two, the movie Fanboys. Oh, my God. Yeah. (laughs) That movie's good. I don't give a fuck. Man, I like that movie. Guys, what if this movie turns out bad? (laughs) (laughs) Fuck. um, They don't even know. But, yeah, I I don't want to, if I was to play music, I definitely would want it to be, like, super fucking emotional shit. And I'm like, let me just throw up my fifis. Let me just throw them all up. Whatever the opposite of my stand-up comedy is, I want to be so much more sadder. Fifi's meaning feelings, correct? Horny and sad, yes. Fuck. Hor- uh, I know for a fact, if I was to make music, it would be almost borderline like country horny sad music. Like, take Taylor Swift, Robin Daggers. Oh, my gosh. P.S. I love you. Taylor can't come to the phone right now because she's dead. <laughs> I fucking love Taylor Swift. I do. Fuck. That was like something I kind of like 
I will, uh, you know how I talked about earlier, like dating people and you kind of get into their genre of music. You don't know who you are. I will say this being with my husband, he has such a range and taste in music and made me feel less ashamed about the weird stuff. I like, like, it got, I was like, no, you know what? I love Ariana Grande and I do love Taylor Swift. You know what else I do like? I also do love Cannibal Corpse. Or uh, if you want to put on oh, Kubla fuck. Khan. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Those are just like hardcore metal bands. I was going to ask, what's the Taylor Swift song that's like, ding, 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 ding. Oh, fuck. Is it, was it on Bad Reputation? Uh, it's early. That's the only thing I could think of. Okay, we're going to watch some Taylor Swift's uh, music videos after this. <laughs> Taylor Swift. She's a very good songwriter. And that's like an artist I very much respect. Like, if I was to go in an era of pop, I wouldn't mind going in that direction of Taylor Swift just because she fucking works on instruments. Mm -hmm. She, like, practices piano and plays guitar. But the bitch also writes music and, like, just fucking bears herself in her work. And it's just... I respect that. And I love hearing music where I can just like, I can feel your depression through this. I was going <laughs> to say her, her as a musician has always, you know, I've, I've not, not going to lie to you. I've always been on the Kanye side of that camp. Uh, just looking That's over okay. at all the, at, at all the Taylor Swift fans just being like, you don't even know. <laughs> and, you don't even know. And I, but I've always, even in the, like I said, the celebrity drama aside, I've always been able to at least be like, well, like she plays instruments and she writes music. And I think that's very admirable. That's hard. And and something that I, I take from my mom is I, I'm very impressed when you can sing and play music at the same time. Cause it's Correct. very hard to do. So that's a lot of, that's a lot of brain work. Yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot. And anyone that can do that, like, and she does that with so many, you know, with so much stuff, she writes her own music. She, um, you know, tries to, I, you know, was listening to like all that shit going on with like her and her like label with like her that was so fucked to like re-record all her music. I'm like, that's fucking bullshit. Like that's no one. You, you basically like that. took advantage of a teenager's songs, you asshole. I mean, she's an adult woman now, but she wrote those songs when she was a child and you being a bitch about it. Don't get me started. I'll fucking go on a thing about that. Ugh. I, um, there's definitely something in my brain. I keep saying that sentence. That's what this episode's going to be all. There's something in my brain. <laughs> I sure hope so. Um, Lady Gaga. That bitch fucking plays music mm -hmm. like a motherfucker. She has mm -hmm. so much talent in her whole 5'2 body. <laughs> nobody. Absolutely nobody. Lady Gaga. I'm Italian. <laughs> <laughs> fucking playing piano with that ass that don't quit. What the fuck? And that voice... I would love to have range like that. I know I would not. I feel like if I was to really like one of the nicest things I've ever heard one time was that I have an okay singing voice. <laughs> and Ooh, oh, what what did what were you what did they hear you sing to where they made that? I don't know. I think he might have heard me sing Amalu. Like I was just kind of vibing and like and like he's like, hey, you actually try. You sound really good. I'm like, fucking thank you, thank you so much. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. I got an okay. Um. I feel like I would definitely lean towards more like uh, vibrato, like not quite alto. What's ever what's the section between alto and soprano? Uh, I want to say that those. What? I'm. I think there's ones and twos, but I'm pretty sure alto and soprano are right next to each other. Mm. Like dudes get three, I think. Because dudes have bass, baritone, and tenor. Burr. But I think soprano and alto are just soprano and alto. Oh, there's mezzo soprano. That might be that. That might be that. 
it 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 could be. Let me see. So, yeah, bass, baritone, tenor, alto, soprano. Neat. Shazam Taco. Uh, I don't know what that was. I just said two words. Um. Uh. So for the um. So we're so we're wrapping, getting ready to wrap up here. Tenor, well, I'm gonna ask you. Um. If you had to curate a music festival. Oh, my God. Um, Are you talking to 13-year-old Tenna? Yes. With some of the, like, the, like, you know, talking about everything we talked about today. Some of that new metal, that pop punk, that, 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 that Aaliyah. That, <laughs> that Aaliyah. That, that new music. That m- I'd say it's, I'm going to give you the stipulations. It's a, it's a Saturday music festival. It's kind of mm. like. Um, kind of like Chancellor Rapper's Magnificent Coloring Day, where it was like, a, a con- like concerts like from like noon until ten o'clock. Damn, like kind of like that. But it, it, you know, they could they could be one to two hour concerts. They could be forty five minute concerts. Like I'd say, no more than like six or seven people. Who would you put on a music festival? All right, let's do this. Like Tenna's music festival. For a whole, like a, tw- like basically. Like I said, just like a, an afternoon in a, in an evening. Okay. Hmm. Hmm. Fuck you. Uh, this is hard. Fuck. Cause I'm trying to think like, do I want to mix genres or do I want to keep it like, I go. <sighs> if you want to make, yeah, I was going to say, if you want to make genres, make genres. Like it's, it's all like, like I said, talking about the ones from today. The spicy magic vibe festival all yeah. right so we'd start the night the off ten, the 10 a day like oh god like, let's do it if it was a it was a saturday sunday type thing and you were saturday question do you would you prefer your stripper fight music earlier in the day or later in the day it's, it, this is up to you this oh, is this is you coordinating the day oh this is hard you know what let's start the day off it doesn't i was gonna say you don't i'll, I'll say this you don't have to necessarily put the the bands with the times if you don't want if it makes it too hard i'm, I'm just saying like throwing out like no i got it okay so the poster so first section of the day, it's going to be a lot of stripper fight music. It's going to be like, I want to Meg the Stallion, obviously. But you know what who I'm going to throw in there? Snow the product. That's a Latino uh, stripper fight music. Oh, fuck. Yes. Uh, and then we'll also throw in some Doja Cat for that first like section of the afternoon. Just lots of twerking. Lots of getting your energy up. And then we're going to like toss it over to like Dreamboat uh, sound and noodling. Uh, but mm. also it's like bright and happy. Uh, so I'm thinking some definitely some ha- like more pop punk stuff. Um, yeah, because we'll sandwich this in. So we're stripper fight music. Then we're going to aim over to like some emo bands. So if I had a choice, it'd probably be Fall Out Boy because like Fall Out Boy Live was very delightful. I liked that shit. They 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 went off. Uh, I'm trying to think of other pop punk bands that I would have enjoyed. I mean, I would like to enjoy Panic at the Disco, but I don't want to. Um, I don't mind them. I just I feel weird about Brandon Yuri sometimes. Mm-hmm. He knows what he did. Mm-hmm. Mm, he's Vegas. <laughs> I hate that he's handsome. <laughs> um, okay. There's got to be some other bands in my freaking brain. You know what? We'll throw in some Kenny Hoopla and uh, yeah, we'll leave it at that. And then we'll end the evening on some real lovely vibes. And it's probably going to be like maybe some SZA, definitely some Brett Fayez. Uh, cr- is it is it Cream? 
Kareem, who sings that Orange Soda song. I was gonna say about uh, Orange Soda Shorty. About, I was gonna say you talking about <laughs> you talking about Vic Mensa. You know what? No, no, no. I thought of it. Okay, so what? SZA. Who else did I say? I said Brett Fayez. Brett Fayez and Donald Glover because I'm smart. That'd be that'd be that'd be a good. It'd one. be a vibe. I did it. That'd be a good. That'd be a good concert. That'd be that'd be a good. That'd be a good Saturday. Oh, you know what? Okay, so follow. You know that's middle section for yeah. that afternoon. Okay, so I had Fall Out Boy and who else? Uh, I was gonna say you 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 said uh, Kenny Hoopla. Kenny Hoopla, and then I am also gonna throw in Willow Smith. You know, I bet that, that bitch is gonna put on some concerts. That that would that that was. How did I not mention this to you? Fucking Willow Smith. So the album before she put out this one for with transparency that everyone's mm-hmm. been jerking off to. One, it's very good. And I had a like I found some videos where people are just like, she's only like she's not like the first black artist to do like alternative rock music. I'm like, no, she's not. Like, but they're like, she's just a rich bitch. She's she doesn't even know what she's doing. And I'm like, no, let it fucking happen. Because if she's getting attention, all these smaller artists are gonna get attention. Don't be a baby. That's how I feel about that. And she definitely does know what she's doing. She's so fucking talented. The bitch can fucking noodle like so well. The bitch plays bass. The bitch plays guitar and also writes music. And this bitch, this album she put out before this like more punky shit she was putting out. Oh my God. It's like if I took um, Bjork and uh, Jada Pickett Smith was her mom. Who was <laughs> in a metal band. Who's fucking hard. Or Jada. was it like a hard rock band? I'm not sure. It was heavy metal. No, she's it was fucking, heavy metal. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah. She's fucking sick. She's seen Cannibal Corpse live. Niobe was in a heavy metal band, y'all. Yeah. And that's nice. And man, you know what? I'd have put together that festival and it was tight. And and wait. Then, I'm so stupid. Lizzo. I want Lizzo also with that first stripper fight music. You want Lizzo and stripper fight music? Or do I want her at the end of the night? I I feel like I feel like Donald Glover is a solid is a solid Lizzo like, in the beginning in, with like Meg the Stallion. I think I think that be that that's a great vibe of a of a Saturday because like they could end, but if you start that type of big ass show in the afternoon, like I like the minute you said you wanted to start the day with Meg the Stallion, I just imagine like a huge ass like sort of like fucking Noblesville, Indianapolis, like Indiana, you know, like concert venue sort of thing, like the big big like but it's just fat and everybody is there and then i just imagine the whole crowd going i gotta stank ass walk and a reckless ass route like i think that'd be like just yes. in in 90 degree weather in all sunshine everybody's like cut off shirts and shit some and people are getting bumping. dehydrated yeah i think that's a very much like a vibe it's so very dangerous the minute- in the beginning but hey then you're just vibing and chilling but also feeling still kind of angsty for those who weren't drinking quite as heavily and then you end the night doing some psychedelics yeah that's why i'm like yo like you eat you eat the shrooms Listen to SZA cry. I was gonna say you eat the shrooms at the end of of Willow Smith set, Ooh. and then you go and slide into that Brent Fiaz mm. and SZA, and then if you want to re up some more before Donald Glover, you can do that, which you probably should. And I want Donald Glover to probably display exclusively songs from Camp, and then end it with "Awaken My Love." That'd be that'd be insane. I am a baby, and I want it. All right. I think we're going to wrap it up there for this episode. We're done. I see you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> you just put your hands up like you fucking need to, ch- need to be changed. <laughs> I still want to take to bed now. Okay, I'm done. Okay, <laughs> And as always, if you have any advice that you want to email us or a confession that you want to confess to us, go on ahead and send us an email at spicymagicvibes.com. Or if you just want to say, hey, what's up? 
email us at spicymagicvibes.com. It's a good time. It's a spicy time. I'm so sleepy. Goodbye. So we'll see you next time, y'all. Sing us out. Yeah.